0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good podcast. I'm your host, James Finnerall, here to preview the Valspar Championship. Before diving into this week's action, we'll take a quick look back at the madness that was the Players' Championship, where Cameron Smith ended up prevailing over the rest and taking home the W. He kind of came into that fourth round a little bit under the radar, I would say, but he made his presence known very quickly, birdieing five of his first six holes. Then he threw in three consecutive bogeys and then puts up another four consecutive birdies, leading to his defining moment, which I would say was at 17, taking on that difficult pin location and sticking it close, making the birdie putt, which just about locked it up. But he did have a little bit of a scare at 18, where he was punching out of the trouble and ended up in the water. But then he sticks one to within four feet or so and knocks down that putt, which was enough to hold off Honorbaum Lahiri, who had an excellent showing in his own right. And Cam Smith just locked in with the putter, so good, debatably the best putter on tour, and that was definitely the difference in this tournament. And I think Cam Smith needs to be talked about in a different tier now. He is contended in many big tournaments. He has a century tournament of champions under his belt now, plus the Players' Championship, which is definitely his, his biggest win of his career. So I think he definitely should be elevated, and we'll see how he performs for the rest of the year, especially in those majors coming up. I also have to address the weather in this one, because that was definitely the biggest storyline of the week. We were honestly fortunate to finish this tournament by Monday. I believe the tour handled it the best that they could, but definitely certain group of players, specifically the players who started late on Thursday and early the next day, which ended up being Saturday, they had the short end of the stick, I would say, having to double up and play throughout that 30 mile per hour gusting winds throughout Saturday. That definitely put some of the world's best in trouble. Still believe Cream kind of rose to the top. Would have been interesting to see if the conditions weren't as brutal and specifically favoring certain tee times, but guys who hung in there tough were, were rewarded in the end and ended up competing. I mean, Justin Thomas played through those tough conditions and he still ended up having a very solid showing. So, definitely a huge storyline there but um still all in all a great tournament and it was pretty fun to have some golf on a monday i would say now moving into this week's preview the valspar championship the final stop of the florida swing your defending champion is sam burns who put up a whopping 17 under final score this tournament is played at innisbrook resort the copperhead course there at tampa bay florida and this is a sneaky good event official world golf ranking has the strength of field rated as a 411 we have a lot of solid competitors in the field. This Copperhead course is a par 71, playing about 7,320 yards, and is most well known for what they call the snake pit, which is the final stretch of holes, 16, 17, and 18, 16 being a par four, 17 a par three, and 18 a par four, which is definitely the toughest stretch on the golf course and could make for a dramatic ending with all the trouble that you can get into on those holes. So that will make for some exciting theater there. Now looking at specific metrics that I'm looking at this week heading into the tournament, definitely accuracy again, specifically driving accuracy over driving distance. And ball strikers should do well here. If you can be hitting these greens in regulation, you can definitely be putting up some solid scores, where if you're not, you can definitely be putting up some high numbers at this course. You can definitely get into trouble here. So being accurate is a huge part as it is each week, but definitely here at Ennisbrook Copperhead course. They have winding fairways that narrow up and there's tree trouble everywhere. So it's definitely going to force players to shape their shots to have an optimal outcome here. And this will be interesting to see how this course is going to play after the amount of rain Florida received over the last week. Maybe it will be pretty soft there. If it firms up, that could definitely make for for an interesting weekend as well, though. We might have some showers on Saturday. There's going to be some consistent wind and Florida, that's always a factor. The wind can definitely pick up But um, definitely nothing like last week, where the weather is going to completely throw the tournament off balance. Now diving into the betting side of things here, our favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook, starting with Justin Thomas and Victor Hovland at 9-1, Colin Morikawa at 12-1, Louis Oosthuizen and Xander Shoffley at 16-1, and Dustin Johnson and defending champion Sam Burns at 18-1. Now diving into our best bets... Coming into this podcast, you do you would have some some amazing weeks like our AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am, but then you do you'd have some absolutely atrocious weeks, a la the Players Championship preview by myself. Our worst week all around, both between best bets and picks to win and dark horse picks. We went o for on our best bets. Some of it you can look at the weather that was skewed favoring certain tee times versus others, but overall. There were some just bad plays by myself, starting with Patrick Cantley over Rory McElroy. This was just a bad bet, but I'm not really sure why. Patrick Cantley just didn't have his best stuff. Rory performed kind of like I thought, just had a mediocre performance, and I thought that would be enough for Cantley to take the win there, but just another poor performance from Cantley. then the three-ball ROM over JT and Rory. That was a longer shot bet. That was a plus 150, so that would have been a nice one to cash, and it looked good at certain times but Rahm having some blow-up holes on the final round, not able to edge that one out. Then the the Fitzpatrick top 20 prop, I'd say that was the one that was definitely directly affected by the weather there. He played pretty well comparatively to the guys who were in the um, tougher tougher tee times based on the weather there. So it would have been interesting to see if it was the other way around because if he had made the cut, I definitely think he could have worked his way into the top 20 just being as consistent as he is. But... We're going to move on to this week here and hopefully have a big bounce back. Starting with, I have a top 40 and a nationality prop again for you guys. Starting with Abraham answer to make his way into the top 40. That is minus 155. This is one of the safer plays, I would say. Especially after last week going over. we want to make some safe bets this week. But um, it still gives you some value. It's not like it's a minus 200 or so to get in the top 40. He is plus 180 to get in the top 20, which I could easily see, but play that at your own risk. I'm going to give out the top 40 here on the show, but I believe he can contend here. He has a great course fit for this specific course. He's an accurate player, seventh in driving accuracy percentage, so he can definitely hit those narrow fairways, hit those greens in regulation, and definitely keep himself out of trouble on this course. He, um, He definitely cashed a bet for us earlier just in the straight up matchup based on those same metrics. He came in 5th here last year, and he is also in decent form. Made the cut in his last 5 events. He's been in the top 40 in 4 of those last 5, but I will say he's been on that fringe line where he came tied for 40th at the American Express, tied for 39th at the Genesis, and tied for 33rd at the Players. Although those are bordering outside of the top 40, those are very tough events. Specifically, the Genesis and the Players. I believe... If anyone watched, he definitely had a better, he looked like he had a better performance than tied for 33rd at the players, but those are definitely tough tournaments that he competed in, so I feel good about him here at the Valspar Championship, and I could definitely see him in contention. Now I have our second nationality prop of the show for you. It's Louis Oosthuizen to be the top South African that is coming back at minus 120, Louis let us down earlier in our best bet segments at the top 20 at the Honda Classic, but I really enjoy him this week for similar reasons that I enjoy Abraham Answer. He'll be going up against his fellow South Africans, Christian Bezadenhote, Brandon Grace, and Charles Schwartzel. Louis is 11th in driving accuracy percentage. And when he's on, he's a pure iron striker. He his strokes gained approach has been a little bit down lately, but I have No worries that he'll get back on track. I did like some of what I saw at the Players' Championship there. And he can also get hot with the putter. So if he's hitting these greens, I believe he can be up there towards the top of the leaderboard this week. And his history at the specific tournament is very good as well. Last year, finished tied for 8th here. And then in 2019, finished tied for 2nd. And then tied tied for 16th in 2018. And honestly, just... Based on the competition here, Louis is in a different class than the rest of these guys. But Zayden definitely the biggest threat here. As Brandon Grace has not finished in the top 30 since October, and Charles Schwartzel, he's a dark horse here, but um, he because he won in 2016, but he has been awful lately. Missed the cut in his last five events. So I like Louis here to top these guys in this bet at minus 120. Now moving on to our pick to win last week. Took Colin Morikawa. Honestly, if the conditions were good, I felt really good about this pick. He got the short end of the stick based on the weather there. So I'm not taking too much stock into the fact that he was cut. Still didn't look great, even when the weather was a little bit tame when he was out there. But I'm not worried about him at all. I will probably pick him again down the road. And speaking of that, I will be giving out my first repeat winner pick here, which is Victor Hovland at 10 to 1 to, or at 9 to 1 now to win. We picked him at the Genesis and I was thinking about doing this segment as kind of a one and done, pick one guy and then you can't pick him to win again. But um, I'm trying to give out the best most logical winners each week for you guys. So I'm taking Victor Hovland here. He's probably the hottest player on tour aside from Scotty Scheffler who has been on that little winning tear, but Victor has been in contention in many of these big tournaments specifically the Genesis the Arnold Palmer, and even the players last week. There was a point where it looked like he might be the guy making the charge to challenge Cam Smith. And then he had a handful of victories in the fall slash winter of 2021, including the on the European Tour, the Dubai Desert Classic in January as well. But I believe this is where he gets his first PGA Tour victory of 2022. Here at Valspar last year, he finished in third place. And I feel like this course is made for guys like Victor Hovland or Justin Thomas or Colin Murakawa, so could see those guys all up in contention. But Victor, I believe, has been the most consistent of those three players this season, at least. He's third in strokes gained approach the green year-to-date, taking into account 30 rounds of his playing, and he's also tied for 21st in driving accuracy percentage. So last week is one of the only places that he actually had lost Strokes on his short game around the green and putting, but that is less emphasized on this course. When you can put it close to the hole, you will do well around here. You won't get in as much trouble and have to rely as much on your short game here. So I believe if Victor Hovland is putting average relative to the field, he has a good chance to win here. Nine to one is never a great value for a winner of a golf tournament. Honestly, you want to see at least those double digits there if you're going to pick someone to win. But overall, I believe he has the best chance to win in this tournament and feel free to play him as a top five at plus 250 or a top 10 even at plus 120, which I think might be the best value on him there. So Victor Hovland to win the Valspar Championship. Now moving on to our dark horse pick. Last week, we had Billy Horschel who ended up withdrawing. He had made the cut so I don't necessarily know what would have happened if he had played the entirety of the final two rounds. So once again, just like the Colm Warikawa pick, I'm not going to take too much stock into that. That was one of the safer dark horse plays I've given out. But this week, we're throwing in a little bit of a curveball here, and this is a guy who was somewhat in contention at the Players' Championship. I am going with Keegan Bradley as my sleeper at 50-1 to to win this golf tournament. Throwing in a little bit of a wild card here. Could have played a safer pick, but I guess the point of the dark horse segment is to play guys with high ceilings. Keegan Bradley is exactly that. He's streaky. He can compete with the best players in the world, but he can also miss multiple cuts in a row. I enjoy what I saw at the players. Finishing fifth place, but he's actually also been playing pretty solid for a little while here. He's made the cut in his last six outings. He has three top 12s in that span. It seems like his game is actually in solid form. And to add to that, he finished second in this tournament last year to Sam Burns. So I guess it makes sense that this specific course with the emphasis on driving and approach and less on the putter and short game where we know Keegan Bradley has had some consistent issues with the putter and it is looking a little bit better. But six of his last seven, he's lost strokes putting but gained on approach in in, in all seven events and only lost off the tee once. So you expect him to lose a little bit on the putting green, but that does not matter as much in this tournament, and I think that's why you saw him do so well at this event last year. So Keegan Bradley, my sleeper pick at 50-1 to here. That just about does it for our preview of the Valspar Championship. I'll be back next week with a preview of the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play. Thank you guys for tuning in. Feel free to dish out a five star rating on Spotify. Tell your friends, tell your family if they're golf fans to give us a listen here. I'll catch you next time on the That's Good podcast.